RadioInfluence.com. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Talking Schmutz. I'm DJ Don Pablo. Got my dog, Be More, with me. What up, what up? And today we have the luxury of, we finally got him in the studio. Um, you know, we're still uh, in the infancy stages of Talking Schmutz, so... We have DJ Explicit, and who else do we have? You guys should actually introduce yourselves individually and then collectively. I'm Explicit, uh, half of MNX. Uh, Michelangelo, also a piece of MNX. So not only, you guys are correct, you guys are DJs. I mean, I know your history. I want to get the, uh, the fan base familiar with you guys. You guys collectively, tell us, tell us about yourselves. You want to go first, so, explicit? Yeah, yeah. Um, been playing since 2009. Um, just started doing a bunch of, you know, bar gigs and then corporate, private, weddings, and uh, realized that wasn't enough, man. Had to start making music. Very uh, nice. Probably about 2015. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. It's over. <laughs> Perfect timing. That was the it's lit warning. Yeah. <laughs> Self-destruct. <laughs> So, and I've seen you growing as a DJ here, so that's pretty dope. Uh, um, I mean, hell, we met in, what, 2008, I believe, 2009. Yeah. And uh, now to see you going to production, you've done some pretty big stuff around here, man. It's cool, you know. Like, I, f I feel like for me, you know, I've always wanted to be about the music. People are like, oh, well, you know, you should talk about how tall you are and, like, branding yourself. And I'm like, I never wanted to be known, like, <laughs> you know, because I'm 6'9", great, but, like, I want to be known for playing good music. Sure. So you don't want to be the no. Anthony Davis of music? Is that what you're saying? You don't want to Damn. be labeled with like... <laughs> Listen, man, there's a lot of names. There's a lot of names. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, any way to market yourself is cool, but I, I totally respect that you just want to do it strictly off the music. Though. That's pretty dope. Thank you, man. Since everybody has so many gimmicks nowadays, yeah, yeah, you know, just... I I didn't want to be that, you yeah. know, gimmick. So somebody Sorry. else said Gumby too, and I'm like, <laughs> what? Yeah. How are they going with that one? I didn't even pick a cool character, just like a rubber, <laughs> real stretched out lumber piece, <laughs> <laughs> like a rubber piece stretched out. I mean, but um, the music, man. So MNX, first of all, I'm a new fan. Creative name, it hit me immediately. Very creative. I just met you what two weeks ago? Last time we were here. Yeah, yeah. So I, I checked into it and I looked into your music. Dope. What was, I, I got a question just chronologically. What was the uh, first track that you collabed on? Uh, electricity. Wasn't it Electricity? Yeah. So so we didn't actually uh, have MNX until December of 2020. We met, I think it was like 17, and I think uh, we, Knox introduced us. Hell yeah. <clears throat> and I was like, Knox. yo, man, y'all are both dope. You guys should collab, do something. So uh, he ended up coming over, I think it was um, late 17, and we put a couple tracks together and they were dope right from the rip. We, mm -hmm. we were like, oh shit, you know, we have something. We just didn't have a sound. We didn't have a, a plan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> like we had nothing at this point. And uh, um, things happen, you know, I didn't see him for like maybe six months, a year after that. I was like, damn man, it would have been dope if we would have kept that going. And then I saw him again one day, I think it was like, uh, I think it was like 19 or whatever, 2019. Yeah. It was like right before the pandemic, late 19. And um, I, I had... I what happened. Why? why? Life. I, I, I know why. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, think that's it's, what it was. Yeah, it's, it's, it's life. Life got in the way, you know. 
So um, I saw in late 19, and by this time, I had already been through like a couple different uh, producer masterminds that I had paid for. You know, if you want good information and get from point A to point B a lot faster, you got to you gotta go through masterminds and pay for that kind of information. Right? Sure. So um, I told him about the plan that I had. I was like, yo, man, I love making music with you. Like, let's keep it rolling. And I told him the plan. He's like, oh, shit, let's go. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. 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 <laughs> I was ready, man. I've been. Uh, I was making music for a long time. Um, I was with the duo before called Impound, and we were with Corinne with New Management, mm-hmm. and uh, we were doing a whole bunch of stuff, man. Our traveling. We went to Daytona, Atlanta, Jacksonville, and now was that strictly for production? Or were you DJing out straight, there too? It, yeah, it was uh, for production, but it was we were DJing also, basically mm-hmm. like headlining shows and opening for you know bigger artists like Morton and all them. Hell yeah. And uh, this was way before they were bigger. But I've been making music ever since then, dude. And I got with Randy and he's taught me so much like, like more of, I've always been like the guy that's like, okay, let's try something instead of doing it the scientific method way. Right. Randy's a scientific method way, man. Okay. Well, <laughs> so that, that should give you some balance. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That should give you some balance and for sure. Everything just kind of fit itself together, dude. And our first track actually got picked up by, what was his name? I forgot who it was. And he used it for, he asked for instrumental and um, he used oh, it for a um, digital Dave. That's who it was. Oh, did he? Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he Damn wanted right. an instrumental for, he did live in Miami and he wanted to use it for, um, like a like a promo like a promo, a promo video. video yeah oh that's yeah. badass yeah so did you guys see the video yeah oh, yeah you yeah. did yeah, yeah he sent it to us so well i mean at least he asked i mean because you guys have you guys have your publishing right you guys ask cap or bmi mm-hmm. BMI. Yeah. bmi yeah that's just that's dope and mo- most of the stuff is managed with uh benton so it's all it's all under benton there you go yeah so how many how many tracks do you guys have out now do you guys have an ep yeah, so um, MNX started in 2020. We put out the first song in December. Uh, since then, it's... Sorry, I guess I'll move the mic over. <laughs> since then, it's been five. Yeah, so um, I figure somewhere between, you know, 10 and 15 a year. It's pretty good. You want... You Not wanna, including remixes. Yeah, you want to tickle the algorithm about every four to six weeks. Yeah. That, <laughs> tickle the algorithm. The hell did you just say? I was stealing that so fast. One too fancy. Every six weeks. I'm like, where the hell is this going? What? All right, now explain that to me. It gets, uh, all right, so the more you put out, it it, it triggers like there, certain spots, and the more Spotify sees us putting our music out, the more they're going to actually put it in rotation with other songs. They're not going to put an artist in rotation with a whole bunch of other artists when they're releasing one, two songs a whole year. Right, okay. So if we, we figured that if we release a song like every two to three weeks, we should be putting the algorithm a lot quicker than what other, just other artists are doing just one song. And and by the way, like a lot of these songs, they're not just put out either. There's so much yeah. to do for every single song and remix, to be honest with you. So like that song goes through multiple like playlist submissions. Um, some of them, you know, you do have to pay to get on, but the the point is is you get real like, organic exposure, and so Spotify's algorithm picks up a track at fifty thousand exposure places. Like if you submit to ten um, <clears throat> playlists, I have five thousand people each, and you get all these spins. You're you're going to get picked up by the algorithm, blasted into other um, Spotify algorithmic playlists, which no human controls. It's yeah. just all. Out. Right, so it's going to base it upon, okay, so the algorithm is essentially going to be the end user and what they gravitate towards? 
Is that what it's going to be? So if, if I'm a, if I'm a tropical house guy, or my playlist kind of mirror some of the tracks that you have, is that how it 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 comes to me? Is that how like per genre? So <clears throat> no, how it does it is is that you have three types of playlists, right? Mm -hmm. So you got Spotify editorial, which is a person. You have maybe one that we put together. We yeah, put together personal, the Future like Lounge. That's that's another one, and then you have the algorithmic. So the algorithmic one, you can't, no one can control, math controls it, right? Mm -hmm. But once you trigger the algorithm, it picks up, it doesn't matter what genre, what name, it doesn't matter, it's what is popping. It picks it up and it blasts it. It's a beautiful thing. So yeah. I got I got a couple questions because I'm a nerd and I took notes. Um, so yeah, thank you. Um, I got a couple questions about tracks that are already out. So first of all, you guys have a track called Faith. It's a cover track. Yeah. George Michael, gotta love it. That's my sing-along track. This is the first track that I liked. <laughs> uh, so tell me a little bit about that. Tell me who was, who was singing on that it and was, you know how my, did that come together? It was Mike's mom's idea. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no Shout out to Mike's Bro, mom. I wanna say my mom is the biggest supporter of that whole song. She, uh, we actually, at the end of it, there's a chorus and it's uh, it's me, Randy, Randy's wife, are, are the guy Cuddy who sings on it mm -hmm. and his wife. Cuddy's dope, I like Cuddy. Cuddy's yeah. a good guy. Yeah, I like Cuddy. My, six of us do. Yeah, we, so we did the whole chorus part. The part that sounds like they're singing in church. Yeah. It, they are, we absolutely killed it. And um, wait, wait, mom, that was all six of y'all? Six yeah. of no us. No shit. Yeah. yeah. That, that's awesome. That's awesome. That was, a, that was Cuddy's work. He did his thing when he did that. But uh, <laughs> that track was good, man. Um, we found Cuddy on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, and then we met up with him at Shepherds. And uh, it was Ever since then, was he was DJing or performing? Performing, man. He is. He's. If now, if you guys have never been to Shepherds, you gotta peep Cuddy. Is he mm -hmm. still performing there? Uh, no. no, he's at Bad Fins, I think. Is he, and man? And the Hard Rock. And the Hard Rock. Yeah, yeah damn right. Yeah. I mean, he's just. Have you ever seen him before? Yeah. Oh yeah. man, that dude that just. Slays, he, he's bro. electric. Yeah. He's electric. Yeah. He just. He captures the crowd, and he's instantly. Yeah, yeah, and he's 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 like a caricature. He's like <laughs> he's a very animated. <laughs> He's an animated but energetic and and soulful individual. Look who's so talking. He, he does a really good Rastafarian uh, uh, cover. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like cover. Oh, he does. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I get Rastafarian with the motherfucker, but I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the name of this record that we were talking about with the parents? This one was you, called Faith. Um, All right, so I, I gotta like hear this record too. You gotta check out the Faith one. If so like George, that and the George Michael, Michael cover. Is yeah, Michael's cover. So this is yeah. gold. And Cuddy, he's. Kills he killed. Can we, oh, yeah. Do we have? Can we have permission to use it on the podcast? Can I send that to you and we use it on the show today? Yeah. This track, yeah. Awesome. So you, that's yeah, cool with you guys. That'd be awesome. Yeah, because yeah, the, uh, the other track that uh, I just did, literally eighty-five across Gandhi two move, man. Oh yeah, move. <laughs> that's the one. Like Gandhi. if I could drop a Funkmaster Flex bomb right now in here, just one, not like ninety, like he'd be doing. <laughs> you got to do a thousand. That makes you want to drive. That's really the fast. one. I just drove. Over, I just drove over here. I just drove over here like it was a Michael Bay movie. I just did 85, like all the way through. Damn, that's that good. track, so many layers. It's like a, you got a, like a nice jungle house feel to that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel that. Nice work, guys. Yeah, nice thank work. You, thank, you. thank you. We but wanted I, to put out a hard track before yeah. we went to uh, like more of our commercial stuff that was we're going to move to. But we wanted to show everybody that we could put out definitely the same hard track, festival track that everybody else are doing. Yeah, yeah. It's just we want to stick. We like our... Uh, I don't know. I like we like the commercial more of the commercial side of things. Yeah. 
But that, oh. that one's that one's definitely festival ready. Oh yeah, it, it was right. festival ready on the way over here. I tell yeah, you that. yeah. I used to I used to be a big break fan. You know what I'm saying? So like whenever we hear break, whenever we th- can throw a break in a track, let's we all, I'm like you know let's ride with it. Oh, the build up, man. Yeah, the build up. I love it, dude. And I, I just got to ask you since you guys brought up the pandemic and you started right before 2020. What's these rumors that you did a couple tracks over Zoom, man? What's the deal? How'd that come apart that's, or that's come a, together? Yeah, so uh, Zoom is our jam, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Technology. Um, <clears throat> I would say 90% of the things that we do and still do are all over Zoom. Yeah. Yeah, like he's never at my house. I'm never at his house <laughs> yeah. unless unless we're going out together or we're performing together. We see each other most of the time over Zoom. Oh, so, wow. So I you guess. guys did like a and couple? Over over Zoom, like you were sending it back and forth, or you were giving, like you were listening so, with each other. How's the sound quality though? Wouldn't that yeah, sound that's, that's where I was going. It's yeah. like you're or just, you just sitting right next on. to me. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you, just have so headphones you can on. you can use um, Zoom as like an audio plugin to Ableton, and just have Ableton send directly through Zoom. Ah, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah it's dope. Yeah. It's super dope. Meanwhile, I'm lagging and getting killed in Call of Duty with these guys. Ah. These guys are killing fire bro, right I, now. Listen, I man, even. I had to give up video <laughs> games, bro. Ableton are, is my video games. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely a fan. So, so what's 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 next from here? I mean, I know individually. I mean, you guys. I don't even know if you guys sleep because you both <laughs> DJ, which everyone knows that that's not conventional hours. And do you guys both do commercial stuff? Are you guys in nightclubs? Uh, like collectively, I mean, I know, but I want to get everyone else to know this stuff. Yeah, well, um, I'm mostly in nightclubs. Okay. Yeah, uh, I've been in school, to be honest with you, for the past three years. I can't wait to be done. Oh, man. <laughs> I graduate in September, dude. Hell man. yeah. And I'm ready I'm ready just to put everything towards music. This is, I, I went to school for a backup plan, you know what I'm saying, just in mm-hmm. case this doesn't work. But as of right now, man, just mostly clubs, nothing really commercial-wise. Yeah. You know. Just having fun. Congrats on the school, man. Yeah, thank Heck you. yeah. Thank yeah. you. What's the degree going to be in? Healthcare sciences. Oh, wow. Oh, so, yeah. oh you are not a one-trick pony. Yeah, a little tricky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. How about for you, Explicit? What's your story? Yeah, man. So, um, I mean, I like clubs. You know, clubs are cool. I say most of the bread is in, pi- you know, private events. Absolutely. And, and weddings. No and, comparison. You know, uh, corporate events. But... You know, the clubs, you, you stay relevant. You keep meeting those people that come through, and, you know, you never know who you're going to meet. So um, as long as your name is constantly out there in the public eye, you know, you stay winning like that. Now, so. collectively, are you guys going to are you guys gonna tour? Like, what's the plan? Can you get into what the big master plan is? Is there going to be an EP? Is there an album? What, like, what, what the hell do we got going <clears throat> on here? I feel like we decided not to do an EP just yet just because of the way that the algorithm is working. And, you know, we want to use our music in a lot of different ways, like sync licensing and maybe just uploading instrumentals for uh, the catalogs that people use for commercials and movies and stuff like that. So we want to just kind of put everything out single just for now. So there's a target for everything. Um, as far as like future plans doing shows, yeah, we're, we're kind of like putting out feelers and networking and getting to know different people. You know, we don't want to like, I guess, um, agree with a manager at this point in time because we don't really know what's ahead of the game. You know, we kind of want somebody that's going to be experienced in that area that knows how, what contracts are, what to look for. Sure. So we, we really, it's, it's actually kind of a blessing that we haven't found somebody yet because once you get into bed with somebody, it's hard to get out. Mm. Sure. So you're you know, actively so we want the seeking? Right person. Is that, is that, is that I, what I'm I would hearing? say we're actively seeking. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it's also kind of a wait and see. Sure. Too. Well, I'm sure you'll have some opportunities that presented to you and uh, 
you'll be able to walk into a pretty good situation, I yeah. anticipate. Yeah. Shout out to artists that know the business side because you guys sound like you got it together. You, you know what you're looking for. Well, you didn't hand me a CD with like your yeah. artist name written in permanent marker. <laughs> <laughs> that works too. Sometimes. That's another yeah, reason you know. for remixes too, you know, because um, I guess, you know, if you take an artist who puts out a song that's from Kansas and who knows who you are and what you're putting out, you right. know, get buried right. under the 40,000 tracks that come out on Spotify a week. But if you do a couple remixes Damn. after like, you know, music that's hot, you know, and you're the first people to do it, you're going to end up in every DJ's crate, yeah, yeah. right? And so by the time you get your originals known, people already kind of know who you are. Right, so that's going to lead to bookings. Yeah, very uh, true. Yeah. Some of my favorite songs that's why are found we're doing remixes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a beautiful thing. Well, look, uh, why don't we get into your socials? We don't have a lot of time left, but before we go, we're going to... Uh, I, I just want to tell a quick 30 second story. So we got stories. Uh, yeah, no, we do. And it, so, but I know we're pressed for time. So we're not next time we'll go into, we'll, uh, we'll have faces turn red. Um, but let's get into your social media. Where can we find you individually and collectively? Uh, so um, explicit. That's DJ X P L I C I D as in dog. Um, you can also find us MNX Music on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and TikTok. And then uh, Michelangelo, you. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Michelangelo underscore MNX. Uh, basically, anywhere you can just type in Michelangelo, M I K O L, Angelo. People always say it's Mikel. And I'm <laughs> yeah, like, no, man, I'm not I'm Mikel. Yeah, like, <laughs> the Spanish man. people, I mean, it's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. Fine. No, but uh, it's as long Michael. as they find you. Okay. <laughs> it's All right, Michael. good. Um, well, just real quick, uh, last week, Randy pulled up, excuse me, explicit pulled up to one of my gigs <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't shave in like, I don't know, maybe it might've been a week and a half. So I appreciate the candor and, <laughs> but he made it sound like I was going to unhinge. Like, so, and he said it very passive aggressively as we're sitting there. He looks at me, he goes, Hey, Bob, you know, it's really hot in the streets too. Cause I forget what we were talking about. I'm like, oh, it's hot in the streets. He goes, you know what else hot in the streets? I'm like, well, what's that? He goes, a shave. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, dog. And the way, the way he said it and looked at me, I just feel like I was getting shunned oh, from the community. No. And I'm like, did I, you know, I went to the bathroom. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, no. yeah. And I do look a little aggressive, you know? So right, right after that, I'm like, this rat bastard. I'm up there like dying Listen, my man. shit. Like, I just look like I was going to walk into a building with a ticket package. Like, that's how There's you always some endearment for people, you know. Nah, nah, no. <laughs> Out, <laughs> so I, I appreciated that so i'm like oh that's hilarious but i you know no one else will say it so whatever you you got the stock we always it. have the best conversations oh uh, yeah now nah, and we'll we'll dig into that next time all right ladies and gentlemen welcome back this is talking schmutz dj don pablo got my dog be more with me what up what up how you doing there bro chilling man <laughs> having a good day yes indeed we uh we just had uh dj explicit and uh Michelangelo uh, with us here previously. Had a good segment. Uh, so make sure you follow them. Today, what are we going to go into? Let's uh, we gotta sound off about a couple of things. Just do a few minutes and talk about, recap the past weekend and, and uh, you know, what's coming forward and what to expect of us, and et cetera, et cetera. I love how relaxed you sound off of the weekend that you just came off of. <laughs> uh, you had a big weekend, man. Oh, man. It really it was a great weekend. Uh, Friday night started out in Pier Tiki, uh, downtown St. Pete, which is dope. Have you been there yet? You've been to the, yeah. been to the pier. I haven't eaten there yet. 
but I've been there. Oh man, the food, the food's good. the The atmosphere is really dope, and and we're kind of spoiled because downtown St. Petersburg is just. Booming. I mean, it, yeah, it, it's boomed. You know, I've, I've been here since oh eight. When did you initially get down here? Eleven. Yeah, two thousand eleven. Yeah, summer okay. eleven. Yeah. Uh, and and I mean, hell, you've seen it grown. You know, fuck, it's grown exponentially. Uh, in in that period of time, but the pier it's 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 nestled right you know um, over the water, and there's several different restaurants in there. And uh, in addition to that, I saw as you drive up to it, there's a there's a pizza place. Mm-hmm. Then there's like a little uh, a park for for kids, dogs, etc. So it's just a real chill atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So Pier Tiki was real dope. Uh, Saturday. Uh, during the day, I got to work with. Uh, I opened up for Shaquille for Shaq DJ Diesel, uh, which was absolutely fucking absurd. <laughs> I mean, there's there's no other way to word it. Uh, I mean, we were packed and we were packed early. Like they and if you guys have never been to Water, it's uh, famously referred to as WTR. It's Water, damn it. <laughs> but that, but those are the initials. But. Uh, they put a pool, uh, excuse me, they put a plexiglass over the hot tub. So we had, you know, a bunch of people on top of that. And it, it was a sold-out show. Mm-hmm. So we had some of the Lightning players there. And they presented Shaq with with uh, with a Lightning jersey. Um, his set was, it was mostly dubstep and, and trap music. And he's he's a funny dude. Like, I got to, to talk to him a little bit. Because, uh, obviously, I wanted a photo op. So I went up to him and I was like, uh, hey, Shaq, how you doing? I'm your opener, Don Pablo. And, you know, my screen, you know, my name's on the screen. I mean, and he was sitting there for a while. So he he was like, I know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, and he really just talks monotone (laughs) the whole fucking time and consistent with it. And then I'm like, hey, uh, do you mind if I I take a photo with you? He goes, absolutely. And he was, and then he gave me that. And if you saw the photo on on my Facebook and Instagram, and he just has that. TV, he had that smile. The like from smirk it. is perfect. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, perfect this photo is up. fucking gold, you know. And he was, he was, uh, what a great, great show. Uh, he, I mean, it really. That's one of the. I've been there three, maybe four years now. That's the most packed I've ever seen. Uh, you know, I, I know we were following the guidelines, but it was a great show. And the following day, we had laid back Luke, which was was dope. But uh, Shaq was absolutely incredible. Um, and uh, one, one moment, he went into a uh, an edit record with Celine Dion, and he grabs the microphone. He's like, "White people sing," <laughs> <laughs> and they're all singing the fucking chorus in unison. It was it was absolutely amazing. <laughs> And uh, another time, I think he was playing, and uh, it was like an outfield record, and he did it again, and it was like, oh, this is gold. You know, now, if I, God forbid, if I, you know, damn well, dog, if I played a, a Celine Dion record, come on, man, I'd get booed. Like, <laughs> Only Shaq can pull away. Yeah, that's it. Like, I mean, come on, man, Shaq. I'm like, what the? Yeah, Shaq's playing. Celine it's only because of Shaq, and everybody's drunk anyway. Man. Yeah. Then right after the chorus, he went, he went into like some real edgy dub shit, you know, dubstep shit. And I'm like, all right, cool. So, but all in all, that was that was dope. Um, Sunday took a sabbatical, and I just went and peeped out, laid back Luke for a little bit. Uh, Saturday night, Brown Boxer, uh, North Beach. So, if you guys are ever in the area, peep those out. Um, and this coming week, this coming Friday, well, not this coming week, a few days. Um, I'll be starting at Park and Rec in Tampa. I'll just be opening, and then they're going to bring in headliners. So 
I'm going to be at, at least at, at, at this moment, I'm going to be a reoccurring uh, opener. So I'm nine to 12 early set, you know, old school throwback. Such a great location. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. It's yeah. yeah. Beautiful location. Park and so, Tampa is a great location. Uh, and fat, fat shout out to the crew there. Uh, also big up to my dog, Danny vintage. He does the one in, in, uh, in St. Pete downtown. Mm -hmm. So if you guys haven't peeped him out wherever he is, that dude, he, he flexes on the tables and, uh, he's a good cat to listen to if you're out and about. Shout out to Steven too. Cool dude. Oh yeah. Steven. Uh, yeah. Parker rack. Absolutely. Real good dude. And dope, you know, dope DJs. We have a lot of dope DJs in this market. So, uh, you know, for those of you who don't know, um, talking schmutz, we air out of Tampa, uh, but we have, we're just, we're blessed to have some of the best real estate down here as far as like beaches and, and scenery. And, you know, now, you know, we're not part of the pontification, but our teams are winning down here, you know, and I'm a New Yorker. So, and you, I mean, you're a Baltimore cat, yeah, man. but I love the area. And if you haven't been down here, God, do yourself a favor and come it's check it out. It's a good melting pot. Oh, it's Get beautiful. down here before, uh, well, then again. Everybody stay up there. <laughs> We're Damn out right. Of space. You're the reason why the prices We're are going out up, of you space. prick bastards. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So what's uh what's your what's your talking schmutz of this week? Uh all right. So I there is something I do want to sound off about a little bit, and I've been DJing a long time. Like I started at thirteen and, and I'm I'm a few decades in. And what there's a lot of times there's a misconception that DJs control everything all the time. Now, if if you're you know, a major, you know, if you're Tiesto, you're, you know, um, Diesel. Diesel. Well, yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't <laughs> yeah, say he's like a major a, DJ. Like a real DJ. Yeah, yeah, but if you're a touring DJ, you know, anyone in that realm, you know, your Jazzy Jeffs, anyone that tours, whether it be a house DJ, no matter what format you're in, mm -hmm. when you're paying for a headliner, a headliner does what they want. But mm -hmm. a lot of times what people don't understand, and, and here's what I'm, my talking schmutz rant's going to be about, is... People lose track of that. They some people, uh, bartenders. You need to play that. Look, just mix your drinks, you know. <laughs> and I'm not trying to create heat between myself and bartenders. You know, we're team players. You know, I try to make you guys money and vice versa. You know, but uh, I, I've even even crowds. You know, they feel like they just dictate what you play. Now, some some places don't understand the culture. Sometimes. An owner might say, hey, look, we want to kind of stick to this format because that's what they're going for. Or maybe what you would normally play would be something that conflicts with something they're doing on another night. So now it's it's getting redundant and they don't want that duplicity. So I get that part. So but people don't understand that. So they're just like a bartender. Like, well, you need to do I need. Wait, what? Man, look, take your ass back to the bar, man. But how, how would that play if you told them how to make? A drink? It wouldn't go over well. Right. And you know me, I'm, I'm, I'm a shit talker, so I'm, I'm going to talk my shit to them. But my goal is to make them money. But a lot of times I just think that they don't realize that the people that cut the check sometimes are like, hey, here's what we're looking for from mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Like, here, here's what your work entails. You know, so, you know, and, and not only that, don't I, I, <laughs> I do get a little cocky sometimes, but it's not cocky. I'm confident in what I do. And one, I know the directive of the establishment and what they're looking for. You know, so I try to adhere to that, but I put my own creative twist on it. Some places, hey, just do your thing, do you, cool, great. Uh, but a lot of times, and they don't want to hear it, especially someone in the crowd. Well, why can't you play this? Like, why can't you play that? I, I went into uh, a few Latin records, you know, per request. And then there was one record in between that I didn't have. 
and oh God forbid Latina's in my kryptonite, but this one that came up to me, she, you know, she's like, hands me a 20 and she uh, asked me for, you know, a few records and I mixed them in. I got to them and then she came back up and then I, I shouldn't have did it. I knew I was, I knew I was you put yourself hand. up for failure. Oh, fuck did I? So then she comes back up and she's like, and she's like, I'm like, no, I, I don't have that. Well, she, can you download it? I'm like, I, I don't, I don't download what I'm mixing. Cause you could just run into problems. I could download something that trash. Yeah. That record might have the clap, you know, get God forbid. No, you don't know where I get the fucking record from. LimeWire. <laughs> what a great fucking reference. So, uh, God, man, yeah, no, lime, yeah, don't, oh, I remember those LimeWire days. But anyway, moving forward, so she got upset, and she's like, because I wouldn't use her phone, that's what it was. Because now everyone has this mindset, since everything's accessible you to you. plug it in. That's, everything's at the push of a button, you know? So she was like, well, what kind of DJ are you? I'm like, this kind. I gave her back her 20. I'm like, please don't come to the booth. <laughs> I'm like, but have a good time. I said, I'll play more Latin, but take care. Well, I, I, I spin at home, right? Sure. Just, just for the record, I spin at home. <laughs> so I, I play at home, and occasionally I'll step out in the public and I'll play, you know, with a friend as a guest or whatever. But here's my thing: mm -hmm. before I became like more immersed into the culture and getting to know, like you know, seventy five percent of my my friends now are DJs. Sure. So now I I understand the pushback for request upon which I did not understand until I started actually getting back into it and playing it. Most people don't understand the work that it takes to go into a set. Most people don't understand that Serato is not like a just plug your aux cable into your iPhone and then boom, it's right on there. It doesn't right. work like that. And then there's also the problem of like, hey, you work for me, buddy. And that's 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 it's such a shitty mindset. And the same people that tend to to quote unquote shit on the DJs are the same people that'll shit on a waiter mm -hmm. or, you know, it's just like you're there to do your job. You're there to do what you're what you were told to do and to to just like, you know, fill your set into what they asked of you, what you're getting paid to fucking do. Not mm -hmm. that twenty dollars, but whatever your rate is. And I feel like people just don't get it. Yeah, they, they either don't get it or some of them may not may not just <laughs> they just don't respect it. I know some people that, you know, they'll walk it and there's every day, you know, there, there's a different type of person. These are the same people at every party. They're going to be at every party. It's it's it's. You know, we signed up for this, so you got to learn to deal with. You can't just DJ and not, you know, learn how to deal with different personalities. You're going to be in different scenarios. But it happens often, and sometimes they just feel like it's their job to navigate the ship. I had some chick going to some long-winded diatribe, and she's chewing me out because she bought a bottle. She should, and she was bullets out of her mind. And this wasn't here locally. This was a gig in Sarasota. She, uh, She's losing her mind. I'm like, you can't be serious. And she's flipping out to the side of me where security came up. And he's like, what's going on? And like, they're pulling her away. And she's screaming like that. I should play exactly what she wants. And I just didn't have the record she, that she was looking for because she bought a bottle. So she felt like she was entitled to just be like, hey, I bought bottles. You play what I tell you. Mm. I'm like, that, that's what I was gonna, that's what I was going to ask. What do you what do you what do you say to these people? Because I always see the events on Facebook. Everybody, at least once a week, a DJ is like, "Don't walk up to me when I'm my set and and give me your request and expect me to play it like I'm your music slave." What do you yeah. what do you say to these patrons that are just like, you know, it's your job to sure. play what I ask you to play? What yeah, do you say to them? man, that's that's a tough one, uh, and it, it it really is contingent upon their delivery. Mm. You know, if they're coming in with high heat and throwing me junk, you know, it, you know, hundred miles an hour over the high and inside. I mean, 
it depends on how you deal with it. I'm like, I'll, I'll see what I could do. Or, you know, you got you either talk them off your ledge. You're like, hey, it doesn't work that way. You know, and I hate when they'll come up to you and, they, and you're playing something they don't like or someone would be like this. I'm like, look. That's it, always a dude. Uh, yeah, no, it had, <laughs> happened this past weekend. Dude, happened yeah. this past weekend. Made 150 bucks just in tips in a couple hours. And some dude, I play one record, he's like this. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. you know, in four hours, I play probably... 250 to 300 songs because I'm in and out of records. Like, you're going to sit here and microwave one? one. So I just very simply, I'm like, grab them. Hey, the door is right there. I'm like, and for your convenience, there's an elevator and then there's steps right there. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't mean to be a jerk, but I just had enough. Like, and the dude kept trying me. So then the bouncer was just like, yeah, what's your problem? And, uh, but you know, it it is what it is. And I shouldn't have handled it that way. That that was my fault. But it gets like that, man. It's something we have to deal with. You have to be like that. I mean, when they start pushing and you can't even do your job. now. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times we have muscle around us. So they usually help diffuse shit like that. But it, it, man, people get aggressive, man. Like we hate the phone in your face thing. Yeah, like yeah, they just come that. up to you and they put the biggest fucking font. You're a jukebox on now. Their you're, phone. Not even, you're not even human now. And then yeah. I had a chick do that this weekend. She's like, and she couldn't even see me. Little, little, little hot Latin number two. She couldn't even see me, and I'm I'm in the DJ booth, and all I see is her arm. But I I recognize <laughs> by her uh, by her jewelry, which one she was because she was flashing this watch around. So I, she's doing this number. I'm just like, yeah. So I'm re- reaching over the. I'm like, no. Nah, just point. She can't even see me. But You're she giving can her see my no, no finger. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, nah. We're not doing that here. You know. So, DJs, there's got to be some sort of etiquette. You know, some some places I appreciate when, when you can have an audience that's very receptive and and you're mixing. And they just enjoy it. They're like, yo, just let him do his thing. Mm-hmm. That's always dope. Now you might have someone that comes up to you and, and says, hey. You know, no pressure, you know, but what do you think about this? Or if you have that, you can mix it in. Great. Would you mind doing that? Cool. I don't I don't mind that so much. And, but a lot of times you'll get a request that's like way off base from the direction you're in. I mean, shit, mm-hmm. you know that. You, you've you seen that happen oh, firsthand. Hell yeah, hell yeah. You know, I could be playing, you know, Yiddish folk songs and this guy wants, you know, Luther records, you know, like so <laughs> it, 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 it can go in any direction. You know, a lot of times you know, it happens. So you just got to you got to learn to deal with it. But I like a knowledgeable audience. But we got to deal with, you know, part of our job is dealing with all different types of personalities. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, they should just trust us. Like a lot of times DJs don't always make the goddamn decisions. You know, sometimes they say, hey, we need you to stick to this format or, hey, it's only one record or, hey, I'll give you 500 bucks to play my dog's song. Actually, it started off at 100. And he was like, hey, would you play my buddy's record? And at this particular establishment I was at, I was like, nah, nah, it's not going to work here. He goes, come on, man. 200? I'm like, bro, slow down. It's not going to happen. He goes, four. I'm like, bro, I'm not playing this record. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think you get it. And I'm like, and, and then he got, he offered me five. And I said, I mean, you know damn well I want an F500. You're in the middle of a let's make a deal. Yeah, I'm like, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to trade it all for 500 bucks. You know, but then when it turned out, and artists, you need to hear this too. When it when it came down to it, I asked him if uh, he had his publishing, and he didn't even have his publishing. So I'm like, no. Even if I liked the record and the pu- artist didn't have their publishing, you can't I, do it I told him. I, no, 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 I told him. I would never play your record. Because if you blow, like... Yeah, then yeah. you're going to be pissed because you don't have your publishing and you don't know that, but you're willing to give me 500 bucks when it could cost you nothing to get your publishing. Mm-hmm. 
you know, but you're willing to give me 500 bucks so these, you know, 2,500 people can hear you. I appreciate that, but come on, man. Do your due diligence. Get your ducks in a row first. Fucking right. But that's just my rant. It's just really, you know, let the DJ do his, his job. You know, don't don't sit up there and talk to him for 20 minutes. Like, he's got to work, too, you know? He doesn't, doesn't snap his fingers, but... Um, I mean, I, I love what I do and, and, uh, a lot of big stuff coming up. So stay tuned, make sure you follow me on your socials and, and, uh, I want to hear what your rant's going to be. Cause I, you always have a great perspective and God, I have, I have so many rants. Let's do um, it. Let's, where are we going with this? You know, I had a, I had a wild doctor's appointment experience today, Uh-oh. right? So I got, uh, very few, very few people know that I'm, I'm anemic, right? So oh. I got to take this wild medication. So I go in. And the doctor's like, yeah, man, your uh, your copay's, and he says this so nonchalant, like he's just like, here's a yogurt. He's like, your copay's gonna be fourteen hundred dollars a month. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> a month? <laughs> a month, bro. Is he moving in? So I was like, uh, <laughs> that's rent. Yo. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't, like I, I, I can't swing that. That's fourteen hundred dollars a month for a pill. Like I'm not Holy terminal. Fuck. I'm fucking anemic. I'm not terminal. Like I'm not dying. And he was like, hold on, hold on, let me look, let me look. And he goes and he leaves and comes back and he goes, actually, I was wrong. I was like, you're fucking right. You were wrong. What $1,400 a month. He like, added a zero. He was like, oh, all right. So we did the math and we, we checked with your insurance. Yada, yada, yada. Long story short, he goes, it's a flat G. <laughs> what? He, with a what? straight yeah. fucking face. This uh, man looks, me, his looks me in the eye and says 1,000. I was like. Okay, well, we're done talking. Yeah. I stood up and I'm walking out. Walking out, the medical assistant flags me down. She's like, hey, Mike, Mike, Mike. I'm like, what's up? She goes, just call just call the pharmacy and see if they can have it mailed to you, and we'll see what your copay is going to look like. They said that they could work with you. I was like, all right, I'll call them. I get home, I call them, give them a ring. I'm like, what's the deal? At this point, I've given up all hope. I'm like, you're going to give me some fucked up number. They're like, yeah, man, we, caught, we called all these discount places, blah, 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 blah. 500 a month. That's the best that they can do. I was like, well, I'll just fucking die. Fuck it. Like, oh my God. <laughs> like five, five hundred? That's a Mercedes. For a pill. For a pill. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, that's like when you when you average that and you do the math, like I, I think I got a calculator on my phone. It's what? Excuse six me. grand a year? It's it's high, bro. Like four, fourteen hundred a month itself is just like just for medication. Fourteen hundred, yes. Yeah. So you you're what? Like fourteen hundred, that's what? Almost insane. sixteen, seventeen thousand a year? Or a pill, right? Oh, and I, I, I feel no difference from it. But I, I, that's one of my that's one of my talking schmutzes of, of at least today. It's just like fuck fourteen hundred for a medication for one month. I better be able to fly. Yeah, but how are they able to roll back the fucking prices like that when you were at fourteen hundred? This, now is, you're this like, is my problem. Hey, at five, it's like Where is this the wagon nine, wheel? What was that nine hundred dollars? Like that nine hundred dollar difference fluff. that you're able to flex all of a sudden now that I'm pissed off and I had a slight inward moment in the doctor's office now you're 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 able to flex nine hundred dollars off of my pricing then you should be able to help me out you know more i only have like one one pill that God, i gotta take it's like you're buying a fucking diamond i should become neo after Bro, taking that pill. Yeah, you, <laughs> <laughs> i should be like uh uh mcconaughey was it mcconaughey in that limitless movie yeah. i should be able to be the smartest person for the next Three hours after taking this pill. I can't believe that they're, that's absurd that they're able yeah. to charge like that for a, a month. A month. A month. I was just like, you know, forget it. But the fact that there's that much profit in it when they can they can go from 1400 down to 500 and Yeah, still. yeah. But that's, that's what's fucked up, though. You, the fact that they could put a dollar value on your health and you have to quantify it like, well, damn. I mean, 
for some people that wouldn't be realistic. So what what would your options be? You know, it's like that. Well, shit. I mean, well, that's always the case too. Is that it's a monopoly because you always have. It's always the medications that it's just that one company that does it. Right. And they're the only ones. Yeah, but what about that one prick? He uh, he bought the Wu-Tang album. What did he... Do you know the government just sold that album, too? You're talking about the Wu-Tang album that he he bought. The guy that owned the... What, yeah, what he did like he buy? What was company. it? What medication was it? Damn it, man. He bought, like, the God, rights I to a diabetic I, medication or something like that. No, nah, I wasn't diabetic. I, I need to lay off the grass. He, uh, it was some popular pill. And it wasn't was and it he cancer? Was, a, was, it and he was a geek. It was yeah, cancer was. Or AIDS. It had to be. It, it was something serious, and and he just jacked the prices up so so high. It was just bankrupting people, and it was real ugly. He ended up getting locked up for something shocking, and uh, <laughs> and he bought the he bought the Wu Tang album, and it was the only copy, right? No, right. it was two copies. There's a whole hoax over that. RZA, oh, let's look that up, because RZA kept the one album, mm -hmm. and I think this J off paid like. Like a, a two million a mil or two. I think it was yeah. two million. Oh, what was this clown's name? I heard. I, I'd read something earlier today. It said the government had pulled it and they sold it. How do I Google they... search this jerk off that bought Wu Tang's <laughs> album? Millionaire oh, that yeah, purchased. Big Pharma. Oh, whoa! Spelled that wrong. Yeah, I got I got beef with Big Pharma industry right now. Bro, and, I and, mean, uh, how could you, man? And uh, what's what's the, what's uh and not not to point out specific not to point out specific companies in town, but uh, independent taxi. I don't know the last time <laughs> that you've been driving beside these guys, but like they're the worst drivers in all in all of Pin Pinellas County. Like <laughs> I had I had a, a independent taxi driver on the way here go from middle lane, hook a right hand turn in front of me. And then make a U-turn down the crosswalk to go the opposite direction on 34th and Central. Oh, hell no. That's the craziest shit I've ever seen in a car. Oh, hell. He went full Smokey and the Bandit in the, um, in the Red Tax. I wonder if he, uh, God, I wonder if he has insurance. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Hopefully they do. I'm sure they do. Hold on. What's the name? Oh. Look at that. That's the copy. So what happened? So they sold that album? They, I, I read that the, the government had like... They took it over because they, they seized, seized it, his assets. And then they, auction, they re auctioned it off. Yeah. Uh, I wonder how much time this prick's doing. Well, he did it to himself. Capitalism's a motherfucker, man. And yeah, the man. fact that you can capitalize on people's health, I mean... And, and a lot of these hospitals are considered non-profits. You know, it's like time lost 400 bucks. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, wait, isn't the NFL considered? Is the NFL nonprofit? No, that's uh. Are you sure? That's FIFA. That's um. No, I thought the NFL as a whole, not the individual teams. Hold on, is just the, the company itself. Yeah, maybe not anymore. Is the NFL a nonprofit? Yeah, the league was unincorporated nonprofit. I wonder how. Oh, that, up until 2015. Okay, okay so that's that makes more sense. Yeah, I, the government I was, was like, like, "We're gonna get, we're gonna get." Come on, too. dog. <laughs> 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 come on, bro. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That makes that makes more and some, sense. NCAA. I wonder if that's gonna change now that the whole the change with the athletes getting paid is that. How is do you feel about change? that? How do you, how do you feel about I'm them? I'm you're for hundred percent for it. I'm one hundred percent for it too, because a lot of them come from you know distressed situations. And, you know, they're providing, you know, they're, they're, they're essentially generating revenue for that particular, yeah. But you, you know what changed my thought process on that was um, 
that 30 for 30 on the boys that played ball for Michigan, you know, C-Web and right. uh, uh, Rose and all that. Great them. squad. Like one the, the, they, probably they, one of my favorite teams of all time. They made no money yeah. off of those days. And they were selling jerseys and shoes. And he was like, you know, we're walking down the street and you see a Michigan, you know, you see Michigan shoes, Michigan socks, jerseys, T-shirts, flyers and all this. And he was like, and I'm going home and I'm eating ramen. The fuck Yikes. am I doing? Yeah, that's like Chris, Chris Weber was pretty honest about it because he got caught up in some... Yeah, you know what? And I'm not mad at him. And and I get his perspective, and it's it's unfortunate that's been going on for years. But shit, I mean, you remember SMU back in the day? Yeah. <laughs> they said Eric Dickerson took a pay cut by going into the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hold the fuck up. He was, your number, he was like the number one draft pick, wasn't he? Yeah. And that's when they were just defecating on teams. Like yeah. this small fucking school out of Texas just deflowering football teams. And they, this one commentator was like, yeah, man, uh, Eric Dickerson just took a pay cut going, going to the league. I'm like, what it's is tr- going on in it's Texas? It's true, though, right? Like, I mean, I, maybe some sports get watched more than others. I mean, Reggie Bush had his issue yeah. when he ran into you know that whole thing later on, and then they shunned him. And Can you imagine if Zion had a deal in college when he was at Duke? Duke, right? When he was at Duke. Like when he was full dominating before he came to the NBA, he he would be he would have been a millionaire multiple times over before. There are kids now that have million dollar deals the day that the NCAA. Oh yeah, it's got. I mean, they had to have that talk. Yeah, obviously. But I mean, now, I mean, I'm not mad at it. No, I'm not mad at it. But do they do they govern it or is it sky's the limit? Screw it. If you're if you're just a phenom, it is like and you're wanted like that. Free free open. I think. Really? I haven't heard any restrictions. You, I, don't, I, don't, I haven't heard any restrictions at I'd all. love to know. But you know what? I'm not mad at it at all. Because, you know, you can have a shelf life, too. Look at Greg Oden. Mm. When he played, phenomenal. You know, he was drafted after his freshman year at Ohio State. But, you know, it was common knowledge. He had a bum knee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then goes pro. I legit thought that was going to happen to Zion, especially after yeah. that first injury. I was like, oh, here we right. go. Because he, he was injured when he was drafted, yeah. wasn't he? I was like, here we go, Greg. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Shit. But I mean, but I'm all for it. I'm Honestly, I'm glad the athletes are. I'm, I'm just tired of hearing. I'm I'm tired of, well, not, I don't, I don't want to say I'm tired of hearing. The, the excuse of where you get free schooling is kind of over now because they're making so much money off of the athletes. Right. And then, you know, they're not even able to use their talent to provide for their family for two, four years, whatever years. Or Do you think dollars. a school would ever come out and say, hey, here's what we generate. Here's the revenue that we generate from football. Do you think Notre Dame would ever say, here's what we bring in? Annual, Hell no. Annually. I won't even tell you what I generate from my daytime <laughs> job. <laughs> so, so those schools wouldn't come out and say that. Yeah, They're not say, Hell no. They would never do that, right? No. They do? What? If it's a state-run school, they have a private to? school doesn't. No shit, I need to a state-run school. All right, we should look that up. See what some of these schools generate, because a lot of them are private, you know. But now your University of Michigan—that sounds to me like it's that's obviously a that's state one school. Of the biggest, yeah, you know. So some of those Duke is, to my understanding, is a private school. You know, so I would love to know. And are those numbers accurate? You never know that either. No. But I'm, honestly, I'm I'm all for it. I, I think they should have it and sky's the limit because you don't know how long your career is going to be. If if there is one after college at all. And in all fairness, they are essentially contributing to that school's revenue base, mm-hmm. you know, for that particular. And that's just one sport. Most, most of them are just athletes before they're students. And that's fine. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's always been treated like you're a student first, then an athlete. 
And that's not why they're yeah, going but, to these schools. Yeah, like but, they're not. Now, this, do, correct me if I'm wrong. I would anticipate, and I could be wrong, that your bigger schools, your Ohio States, your USC's. Your, Bama and all that. Yeah. Mm. I, I would anticipate that sports is going to drive in the, the most revenue. Absolutely. You know, versus, you know, your research team. Well, I guarantee you if I'm a star football player, I'm not going to Bama because their education system is fantastic. Yeah, yeah no, the chemistry. I'm going because I know we're going to be rated at number one, and I'm going to be in a championship and You're get the damn recognition. Right. And I'll be getting drafted. My yeah, second, I'll be going, you know, in the first five. Second. Yeah. <laughs> so right. yeah, that's that's the reason. God, they have a history of that. But this year, um, I'm glad. That, does that start already, or is yeah, that? It's already started. It's yeah. already it's already in effect. Is it? God. Judging by the jewelry that these college players are wearing, is it definitely is in effect. Not mad I mean, at it, man. I'm not. I'm not mad at it at all. Shit, good for them. I'm not a hater. Get your money. <laughs> well, I'm all for that. Um, I want to see where that goes, though. What's this? Okay. All right. So Alabama profited almost $11 million in 2018 and 15.7 a year earlier. What happened? Like a rape case? I can see that dropping the numbers. <laughs> I, <laughs> I just made it. I'm just asking. I don't know. All right. Had the full contribution level. Uh, <laughs> Alabama's 188.6 million would have been a school record. Football continues. 95.2 million of 164. So collectively, the school drives in 164 million dollars annually from sports people. From oh. sports, 95 of that is from football. That's crazy. That's absurd. So yeah, they should be able to get fucking paid. Um, it's believable though. It right. is. It is. I mean, always packed. I mean, shit, cotton candy's probably fifty bucks. You could go on any store and yell out roll tide and there would be a Bama thing. Oh my God. I'm like, God, you pricks are everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've been watching my mouth for one, <laughs> for one of the wrong. Yeah, like, hey, <laughs> I heard you called yeah, red tie. Comes up to me with a tip. I'm thinking like, oh, you're doing a hell of a job. Roll tide. I, keep, I keep saying red tie because it's yeah, always yeah, in the oh, news. That's all we talk oh, about. Damn it, man. Now, roll tide. No, and I get to because we had this conversation, you know, pre-show in regards to red tide, and I really now one year I did notice it where it's like I felt like I was just. Dicing up a kilo of fucking onions, yeah, because my eyes were just watering constantly and they were, they were burning. Uh, but I was, you know, like a moron. I'm out DJing in the beach. It's like I'm swimming in fucking Chernobyl water. <laughs> so you know, but I, I set myself up for it. But now this year, I heard there was some complaints. But you know, I don't know if I've developed an immunity. But you said you've noticed it. Yeah, yeah. I live close to downtown St. Pete, so in the mornings, I've heard that it's worse. I'm not really downtown at that time, but. At night, it's it tends to be worse. I know out in Pasquale, it's not been as bad. But it seems like more in the what's what's the word I'm looking for? Like more in like the channels or like residential areas, it mm -hmm. tends to build up more. Mm -hmm. But downtown, it's it's more it's more movement, so it's not as strong as I've been seeing in some neighborhoods. But it's 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 bad. Yeah, judging by all the fish that we've been cleaning up. Yeah, and that sucks. And I know I know I've seen some people volunteer for it and, and big up to those groups. Um, you know, we obviously want to preserve those areas. I mean, shit, that's it's important to us, uh, and you know, it's right for the ecology anyway. But uh, hopefully, it doesn't impact tourism. It doesn't look like it because we still have, goddamn, we still have an influx of people moving down here. Yeah. So, and uh, for those who don't know, Tampa Bay's been booming and growing, um, and I love it. Our sports teams are kicking ass. Um, I, I like I like Tampa Tom, man. I can't believe I'm saying this. Like I'm a I'm I'm a raven like I bleed purple, but new Tom man. 
is hilarious. He really is. And I, I got to be honest with you, I hated him as a pitcher. I, I still, I, once he hits that field, fuck mm-hmm. him. Yeah. That, <laughs> Straight me, up. Yo, me too. Honestly. <laughs> Straight and, up. Bro, and I'm cutthroat with it. I'm like, yo, if his plane takes a plunge, fuck but, it. But I, I'm not I, losing I like, sleep. I like Tampa I, That was when he was on the Patriots. But I wouldn't say, I, I don't really mean that, folks, so don't get all crazy. <laughs> I like him too. No, he, he, I mean, he's, I mean, fuck. He came down here and just. Brought a ring right away. It's like he adapted to the Tampa culture like almost immediately. He's throwing trophies. He's yeah. getting uh, off of boats fucked up. Like perfect. I, I like Tampa. No, that's Tom. my guy. They no, had to no. carry him out of that yeah. parade. That's Shit. how I'm leaving I'd a parade vote if for I just for office. <laughs> Let's go, Tom. He had subway commercials. Oh, to him, man. man. Yeah. Well, I mean, and you know, and the beautiful thing, we had the, the Super Bowl down here, so uh and fat shout out to Street Laced, uh, one of a member of the crew. And they had us doing a lot of Super Bowl events. And to see, like, the engaged audiences and all the different moving parts that take place mm-hmm. uh, in the Super Bowl was actually incredible. And for them to do it seamlessly, uh, you know, fetch out to the NFL and fetch out to the city of Tampa along with Street Lace Week. That was a blast. And to see the energy, um, and I got lucky, you know, um, big up Pied Piper. They, they turned me on to Rockstar Energy and, and featured me. I was like, uh uh-huh, yeah, so I got paid for a little, a little rock star. Rock star energy is lemonade is fire. That's yeah. all I drink. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> That's all I drink. Yeah, it makes sense. It's all yeah, coming it's, together. Yeah, it's, it's fire, yeah. But T- Tampa's been on a roll. We know? just won the cup. Shout, yeah. shout out to Greg, who, who when he was here last, right. we were iffy, like, you think they're going to take it? Yeah. He had no doubt in his soul. At like, all. He's over. diehard. You yeah. Know, you know, yeah, you know. No doubt in his yeah. soul. Yeah, big up Greg Wolf, uh, a.k.a. Third Leg. Um. But yeah, that was that was a dope show. So we'll release those actually this week finally, uh, and then we're gonna roll out some other segments. Now the next one, and I gotta keep it a surprise, but we got a dope MC coming to the next talking schmutz, which if we could film that this week. That'd be, yeah, that'd be dope. If you, if you're free, we'll coordinate all that, and we'll have a couple good guests, and we're gonna go on some rants. Um, big up to Creating Smiles. They have a location in St. Petersburg as well as. Uh, Clearwater, as well as Discount Auto Tunes, and uh, this is talking schmutz. Got anything to say to him, B-more? Yeah, man, we got social media coming. Uh, you can find us on by the time this drops, and you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. It'll be under at Talking Schmutz. Damn right. So make sure you follow us at DJ Don Pablo underscore for uh, B-more as, as well as myself. This is Talking Schmutz. Peace, God bless. We'll see you soon. Right. Peace out. Ciao.